If you're an executive, entrepreneur, seasoned investor, or just a student of the game, you'll love The Great Fail, Adweek's Entrepreneurship Podcast of the Year, a show that artfully uncovers some of the biggest fails in business history and how it might have been prevented. The Great Fail is entertaining, informative, and told through a true crime narrative in under 30 minutes that keeps you at the edge of your seats. So check out The Great Fail wherever you get your podcast. That's the great thing about Stamps.com. They grow with you. As much fun as I had, I couldn't wait to get back to my sleep number bed. Yep. I love my third love bras. They're hands down the most comfortable bras I've ever owned. I love making Blue Apron. I love it. It's my me time. Okay, so last time we discussed how music is used in podcasts. We went through some examples and the three of us discussed in more detail what a new on the mic theme might sound like. I took some notes. I made a few snippets in various styles for you to listen to today uh, that you have not heard before. I'm confirming for the listening audience, this is going to be a completely genuine reaction. Uh, And we can narrow down uh, the things that you like, the things that you don't like, And then next time, I'll come back with a complete and finished new theme song, uh, probably some bumpers, and maybe even an outro, if if it moves me, if the spirit moves me, as they say. (laughs) So so first, uh, a a little story, a mini story time. Many years ago, I had a job and I, one of my coworkers was in the process of writing his first film. And at the time we chatted about it a lot. And I said, Hey, when you make this movie, you got to let me score it because I've always wanted to score a film before. And he said, yeah, yeah, sure. I I promise when I make this movie, you can score it. And I thought, you know, it was very low risk for me because at the time I was woefully underprepared to be able to score a film. I had no idea what that would even entail, but I was like, "Eh, what are the odds that he actually even makes this movie? Right. He's just writing it now. It's we're in LA. It's like, no one, everyone has a movie. No one actually makes them. Fast forward a few years later, I get an email out of the blue from this guy and he says, Hey, we're making the movie and you're going to score it. I promised you. And I was like, cool. You, you don't have to keep that promise. <laughs> that was, I get that it was like a gentleman's agreement, maybe a verbal contract, but that was definitely not official. I'm happy to do this, but like, you know, I don't want to ruin your movie. So, and he, he said, I have the utmost confidence in you. And I'm thinking, well, that makes one of us. But of course, so I enthusiastically accepted and I was really excited. And then immediately after that, I became extremely terrified, basically, because I saw there was basically there was a list of, I think, 34 different music cues that I would have to write. I would have to write them, record them, do it all myself because there was no budget on this. And I, I was it was very intimidating. And again, I was like, I really don't want to ruin this guy's movie. So there's a lot to do. I need to get to work immediately. So the first thing I did was watch a bunch of YouTube videos. Uh, and then I, but I decided that that was work because I, yeah. I mean, I was really like teaching myself how to score a film because I had never done it before. So I'm like, eh, this is research. It counts as work. <laughs> uh, and I found this video. It was like 40 minutes long. I was like, perfect. Uh, and it was this roundtable interview with an interviewer. And it was Danny Elfman, Trent Reznor, I think Hans Zimmer, maybe a couple others. I mean, we're talking the heavy hitters in the film scoring industry. Yeah, the big guys. You may have heard of these people. Uh, yeah, you, you, yeah. <laughs> some names. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, so I thought, hey, 
these are the best of the best, and this is 40 minutes long. Seems like a pretty good use of my time instead of actually doing work. So I was watching it. And one of the first things the interviewer asked them was, what's the first thing that you do when you get a new gig, when you have a new job? And all of them said, the first thing I do is panic and procrastinate. And I'm thinking, wow, I'm doing exactly what the pros do. Like I'm in the same boat as the best of the best. That's that's pretty great. Uh, and then later in the interview, he asked, they were talking about that moment where when they were about to present their music to the director for the first time. This always happens after quite a bit of work because you're presenting something fairly finished. And actually, in some cases, the first time the director hears anything is when they're in the studio recording the orchestra live and spending a lot of money. And so I can imagine, wow. you can imagine how nerve wracking that must be. Uh, and the interviewer was asking them how they feel when they're presenting their work for the first time. And once again, all of them said, I'm terrified that the director is going to hate it. At, like Danny Elfman said, how many how many Tim Burton movies has Danny Elfman done? You might say that they've had a fairly successful uh, <laughs> run at it. And to this day, when he presents Burton with something new, he's like terrified that he's going to absolutely hate it. So, you know, on the one hand, it's nice to know that it's kind of one of those uh, stars. They're just like us type things, yeah. but it's also kind of a bummer that that never goes away. So disregarding that entire story, what I want you to do <laughs> is give me your honest opinions. <laughs> so in this scenario, we're Tim Burton. Tim, you're Tim yeah. Burton. And, and I'm, you're Danny I fancy myself Danny Elfman. Okay, I would definitely good. keep your expectations on that level as far as what you're about to hear. Danny Elfman. They're not level. budging. That's where my expectations will stay. Yes. Yes, I love it. exactly. So, so I genuinely want your honest opinion. You could pick these apart as much as you like. I won't feel anything. If I do feel something, I'll never admit it. Uh, I want to get. I want to hear okay. what, what your <laughs> your real feedback is. So, and then a quick reminder: these are not complete ideas. These are bits and pieces. We can mix mix and match elements. If you like the melody from one and the groove from another, this sound or that sound, whatever, we can try to combine things. So, uh, and I'm also going to add elements like the uh like the sound bites the from testimonials and ad reads and things which are not present in this so keep those things in mind and i'm going to quickly review some notes that we took that i took last episode about what what you were hoping for <laughs> versus what i'm going to deliver uh as far as the tone i made a note that i wanted it to be serious and professional but obviously not joyless i wanted it to be fun uh some things that you had said to me that you two had said were friendly and sophisticated Elegant in presentation, simple without clutter, of course. As far as tempo, I was told not frantic and not too chill. So we're looking for like a Goldilocks zone here. But I wanted to do a few options, a little, some more upbeat, some more downbeat within that zone to see what you like best. As far as instrumentation is concerned, there was nothing completely off limits, but also nothing completely essential other than some sort of rhythmic element like a drum or percussion sound. Uh, I also wrote down not funk yeah not funk funk funky but not funk <laughs> yes uh and then also i asked when <laughs> when we had talked about the food people intro sounding like the soundtrack of when you eat something amazing that plays in your head i had asked you give me a food that you want this to invoke the, the song that that food plays when when you're in uh in your head when you eat it and uh lindsay you told me barbacoa tacos and nate you said croissant croissant 
because it's rich and elegant, but just a humble pastry. Mm. I don't know how uh, useful that question was, but I still used it because it was fun. These things are so abstract. I obviously, obviously, I don't know what barbacoa tacos sound like in your head, but it was still fun to take that in, into consideration. Yeah, we'll see how close you get. Yeah, we'll see. And then finally, the length. Uh, you didn't want this to turn into a, a music bed. You're partial to a fade out. You wanted the full arc of a song and an ending uh, so that there's a kind of rhythm to when the, the speaking intro starts and uh, something along the lines of uh, 10 to 15 seconds long. So that's the recap of uh, of some of the notes from last time. Would you like to start listening to some things or do you have any other questions for me? No, let's do it. Yeah, I'm ready to dive in. All right. So the first thing I want you to listen to is the track called Bones. <laughs> Honest opinion. Yeah, I think I think Bones nailed everything that we had sort of flagged as not <laughs> maybe not working in one way. No, I I disagree. I believe it was all the things that we said were absolutely essential, which were trombones, theremin, harmonized true, right. theremin, and whistling. Oh, I thought it was I thought it was the one the one thing we said was that it didn't have that funkiness, which I really feel like bones. Oh, that's true, yeah. It's <laughs> that's the one downfall of that one. <laughs> okay, so admittedly that was a joke. I'm calling that one a classic creative trick of uh when you play so I'm playing something first that I know is not correct. And now everything else afterwards is going to sound so much better to you. I kind of love it though. Yeah, I don't want the, I don't want to backfire and <laughs> have you pick that one. I'm kind of leaning toward. I'm kind of leaning toward it uh, already. It is the best one. We that have you've we heard haven't so compared far. it to anything. But, yeah. Uh... So maybe maybe it'll maybe everything else will now pale in comparison, and I just shot myself in the foot. I think you definitely have our attention. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> That's uh, that's what I like to hear. Okay, I didn't spend a whole lot of time on that one, <laughs> clearly, but I definitely wanted to keep you on your toes a little bit. Now for the first real entry, let's take a listen to Croissant. In a word, buttery, which I think nails it. Wow. It reminds me of every 10-hour lo-fi cafe <laughs> YouTube video yeah. I've listened to while working. I was, by the way, very much enjoying watching your faces because obviously in, in this episode, people are going to hear it, but I can't actually hear it. I'm just watching you listen on headphones. And so I'm just like getting the full reaction without even any of the context. And I love it. Could you see me getting hungry as as I was listening? Or a little bit. I okay. I'm not joking. On my list, on my bullet points for this one to talk about was I was going to say, did that sound like a croissant? I, I mean, <laughs> I I think kind of. I was kind of being uh, facetious and saying buttery or whatever. But I do think I know why this is the one that is called croissant. Like it it does match mm -hmm. for me. It definitely does sound like a cafe. Like. I get that yeah. vibe. This one, I no matter what happens, I'm turning this one into a full track for myself at some point because I just 
this one I loved making. And when I was finished, I was like, this is, I'm doing something with this. And that's kind of the beauty of these things is I make all these little bits and pieces and I don't really care which one you pick because all the other ones I get to use for other things. So it's, uh, it's I, I kind of <laughs> win. It's like win-win for me. How do you feel about that one in the context of on the mic? Was there anything that didn't quite hit the mark or did particularly hit the mark? I don't know, Lindsay, do you have any like initial thoughts? I would probably want to listen to it again, but it does make me think of maybe an NPR podcast. Is that a, a good in, a good, a in a good way or like in I think it's a good right? thing. I think it's a good thing. I'm just not sure if it's on the mic. Oh, okay. I like the rhythmic element going on there. It, it I guess it might be a hi-hat thing that's going on that kind of, I don't know what the right word is, but it feels almost like a stopwatch or something like a, 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 a secondhand kind of ticking. Uh, it kind of reminds me of what I was talking about with Radiolab, where at the at the very first few seconds, there's a there's a use of like some sign, sound design elements beyond just the music that I think are really cool. And I think especially at the very beginning, I'm like I'm brought in in a way I really enjoy. Yeah, that kind of ticking sound is actually a part of that kind of synth sound at the beginning. It's almost built into that. But I agree. I like that. I like that rhythmic element of it. It's like an auxiliary percussion. Yeah, and I think something that percussion kind of makes me think of is like uh, maybe this is a little heady, but it's like the idea of like going on the mic and being on mic. There's something about like okay, now we're like on the mic, and I I don't know if that is something that we're trying to evoke necessarily, but the idea of like pressing record. There's a little bit of like okay, it's it's time, like it's show time, and there's something about that like going live element that seems to come through for for me with that which might be a stretch i don't know i'm just like kind of spitballing here um it's the idea what one thing i wasn't sure about as much was maybe the the tone of the key maybe that i don't know what exactly the instruments are so i'm kind of if it was just a keyboard sound but for um, the melody or that or the yeah i think yeah. the melody but yeah i think all around i like this one I like it too. I do. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's on the mic yet, though. I mean, I, I'm excited to hear the other ones and compare. Yeah, we got more to listen to, and again, we got plenty of time for me to change things and update things. So, how about we move on to uh, a little barbacoa taco action? I'm always ready for barbacoa taco. Oh yeah, I guess I should. I, I guess I should specify for the listeners. The next track is called barbacoa taco. <laughs> That's we're yeah, not we're actually eating eat barbacoa tacos. <laughs> we're gonna come back. <laughs> mm, some asmr oh gosh i don't think on the mic listeners are ready for taco asmr or maybe you are i don't know face like oh, i definitely have something to say i was just about to ask uh if anyone wants tacos because i could i could really go for a taco now yeah particularly barbacoa i think this one is really friendly mm -hmm. and i think that that just that friendliness comes through um it's very inviting yeah this is definitely meant to be the fun upbeat dancey one it's sort of it's definitely directly inspired by the food people uh intro yeah hopefully it's not too close to that i don't think it is but it i don't uh, think so it, it's definitely like 
I don't think anyone would be shocked to know that it's inspired by it. As far as at least like tempo and just uh, happiness, I guess. Lindsay, what did you think? Yeah, I like this one a lot. I kind of like the underlying bass and then the end when you get the do 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 Yeah. <laughs> I like yeah. that a lot too. As as Nate said, there's something friendly about it. It's it's welcoming. It's inviting. It it definitely makes me want to stick around and listen to more. Great. Yeah, this one I could also see working really well with clips over top. I could see them fitting in really well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think this one I don't think I put any ending on it. Yeah, it just kind of cuts off at the end. So we can we can make an actual ending that transitions a little bit more into the talking. But yeah, I was when I was making that one I. It's a lot of fun. It makes me happy when I listen to it. Mm -hmm. It definitely was. I was definitely going on the the friendly side. That's I wanted the joyous, friendly side and inviting, and also the like. This is definitely the song when I bite into a really good taco that plays in my head. So, but I wasn't sure. That's your dance. That's your taco, yeah, it's dance, a taco song. dance song. I should just call it taco dance. While I was doing it, I kind of thought, okay, this will be interesting to see what you think because is it too fun? Is it too light? Is it too upbeat? or too dancey. No, I don't think so. There's still something, um, not serious, but there's still something about it that you're like, okay, I'm, this is, this is fun. It's inviting. I'm ready to get my information. Like yeah. I'm, I'm ready to, to learn and be a part of the conversation. It's not a joke. It's not silly. It's not like child, childlike. Right. It's still serious, but without taking itself seriously mm -hmm. just like you two yeah <laughs> yeah it's got like a wink to it almost like it's, sure. it's kind of like got a twinkle but it's not it's almost maybe it's because it's kind of got like an elegance it's pretty simple it's pretty it's it's got a, a sort of i don't know stripped down thing that we kind of brought up i think elegance was the word i was looking for yeah well there you go i love that that's what i wanted to hear it, it's also i think this sets up for it grabs your attention a little bit makes you feel good and just kind of gets you in the mood to listen and have a little fun. So I think so far what I'm hearing, that one is much closer to the mark than the first one or the one before. So, I mean, it's, it's definitely not as close to the mark as bones. I don't know. I think I'm going to keep that one for myself. I, <laughs> I'm going to keep it for something. Maybe we could sprinkle, sprinkle some of bones into, into barbacoa taco and see what happens. You know? Yeah. You know what? I'll add, I'll add some whistling and some theremin harmonies anyway. Okay, great. <laughs> I'm very pleased with with your reaction to that one. Let's I'm very curious to to get your take on the next one which is called Drive. It's not a very uh interesting name. I was just I ran out of foods that you had mentioned. So I was like, it's got kind of a driving beat. I'm just going to call it drive. I'm trying to remember what song this opener sounds like to me. The the drum part? Yes. Yeah. It is, it is trying to bring something forward. <laughs> I'm not listening to that drum part again. Now I'm curious. I mean, there are a lot of songs that use a drum part just like that. What I was going to say is actually, I think this might be my favorite of the really? ones we listened to so far. Interesting. Really? Yeah. Lindsay's tone of really makes it sound like she disagrees. <laughs> it, it's not bad. It just, it sounds to me like this is going to go into more of a conversational, just two people shooting the shit type of podcast. Yeah, I could see that. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why that's what I'm feeling. 
but maybe it's because you called it drive and now I'm thinking about driving and just like like talking and driving with a friend. Did I, yeah. did I ruin it with the title? <laughs> Th- these are interesting reactions because this one was not based on anything. It wasn't based on any ideas that we talked about. It wasn't ba- other than like very overall vibe notes. It was not based on yeah, specific notes or anything. I just wanted to do something with organic drums, not just uh, electronic stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And I programmed that beat and it was cool. And I started putting some more things on it. And actually, initially, I was not even going to show this one because I it was not coming together and I didn't like it at all. I didn't think it was anywhere near the mark. But then I gave it a little more time, made some tweaks. I added that keyboard melody over top, which which completely changed the the feel of it and got it to a place where I was like, okay, this is actually worth sharing but for a long time i was like this is not they're not gonna like this at all (laughs) nate loves it i would say that (laughs) i i wouldn't say that this by itself i think there's elements of this that i really like and and maybe it's just the fact that i really resonate with more organic sounding drums and that that just really puts it over the edge a little bit more for me one thing i'm i'm interested in i think this one and maybe even barbacoa taco i think it was barbacoa taco and not croissant um I feel like the end, the ending, it lands a little abruptly for me. I would mm-hmm. not, I would not factor any of the endings of these for the most part, just because okay. like literally Barbacoa Taco, I didn't even end it. It just, it completely shut, uh, cut off. So okay. I just got kind of lazy. It was, it was one of those like, eh, if they like this one, then I'll finish it. But for now, I'm just going to give them the general, the broad I strokes. See. So yeah, <laughs> cool. ending wise is uh, the, it's completely up in the air. So awesome. Yeah. That I. I rescind my feedback. On Perfect. That. Deleting my note. If <laughs> if I added an organic drum element to Barbacoa Taco, do you think you would connect with it even more because of that? I think it's worth trying. But we don't have to force it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like if it if it completely changes it and it doesn't sound like it, you know, works anymore, I would say don't go for it. But that that might be kind of part of what I am missing from those first two. Um, Bones was perfect, but I think maybe Croissant and Barbacoa Taco had a little bit less of that organic feel, and I kind of yeah. like that. It feels more friendly to me, and or maybe it's just more what's the word approachable, tangible sort of tangible. Yeah, yeah. that's a good word because it's like even though I I programmed them, like it's still coming yeah. from like an actual instrument that's moving air. As opposed yeah, to exactly. synth sound. Okay, that's these are all good notes. Well, wait, but what is Lindsay? What do you think about the organic drums? Not a fan. I can take it or leave it. Okay. I mean, it's fine, but I don't necessarily think that barbacoa taco needs it. Yeah, I don't necessarily think it needs it, but I would be curious to hear what it sounds like if I added something to it, just to see. Yeah, I'm open to it. Much like a regular barbacoa taco, you know, some people do the queso fresco, some people leave it off. You 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 gotta figure out what works for you. Sometimes you put drums in your barbacoa taco, sometimes you don't. It's a symbol, but not yes. Okay, sorry. Bad. So that one was a Drum little pun. bit more it's a little more polarizing, as I expected. I'm I this has been a, a fascinating, fun experiment. Okay, so we're we're on to the the last one, which is called Majesty. I don't know why I called it that. It's not going to be quite as majestic as that makes it sound. However, uh, I think there's some truth to it. So why don't you go ahead and take a listen and and We'll reconvene.
Okay, so I really like this one. I wish, okay, where does it start? About 10 seconds in to about 15 seconds, you have this little do, 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 do. And I wish that carried all the way through. I really like this, but it sounds very video gamey to me. I don't know if you've ever, I think it's Celeste that I'm thinking of. That's what it reminds me of. The instrument, Celeste? Well, no, the, sorry, the game. Oh, the game, Celeste. I think that's what this is trying to bring forward. But I really like this one. I actually, I'm going to like ditto that reaction. I had the same kind of feeling about that. We'll call it the doot doot. The, the doot doots. <laughs> I think it's hard um, in in less than 30 seconds to have like something that feels like it has like a an art and then also have the element not feel like it comes in and then leaves too quickly. Yeah. But maybe, yeah, maybe it needs to carry through a few more seconds or, or come in a little bit earlier, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, depending on how it works out. Mm -hmm. I really also kind of similar to a couple of the others. I really like the first few seconds of this, the way that it kind of builds at the very beginning, I think is really, really catchy. Mm -hmm. Me too. I'm actually picturing exactly where that can come in a little early and, and actually help that build. I think that would that would work really well. I all right. So this one is actually my personal favorite. Um, I think it needs a little bit more of the kind of low end kick drum thump that the other ones do. But this one actually came from. I had already made this for something else. I had done a demo for a commercial like a couple of years ago that did not get picked. And so this is just kind of something similar to this. Very similar was just sitting in my kind of personal library being unused. And I was going through some of my old stuff to see if there was anything that jumped out as being appropriate for this. And I heard that one and I was like, that is exactly the type of vibe I think that we may be going for. And so I, I opened it back up and I edited, I changed, I, I moved some things around. I changed some things. I changed the chords and stuff, but it was just one of those ones that very naturally was like, this feels right to me. So I was hoping that you would like that one. Cause I really, I really like it personally. Cause I love the beginning too. I love the, textures like this the kind of sonic textures yeah. and i like how um i like the kind of pulsating thing it kind of pumps you up without being overly energetic and it does have i think this one also has kind of an npr-esque feel to it but maybe still more in line with on the mic than croissant <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i think the aspect of bringing in sounds on top of the first few seconds maybe like we've done with the current iteration of the theme song i think this one has enough space for that again at the beginning to where you would feel it building but there would still be enough room mm -hmm. for however else you wanted to build sounds or clips or whatever. Yeah, and I also think this one lends itself fairly well to having some of the clips from the ad reads kind of interspersed in the beginning and, and throughout. So, Lindsay, when you're talking about the video game aspect, sounds like that was a negative, right? Like it was, it was maybe taking you out into the wrong headspace? Surprisingly, no. <laughs> It just, the the part that we called the doot-doot part, the doot-doot-doot-doot, that, that makes me think of video games. Yeah, because it's it's very bleep-bloop. Well, doot-doot. We've already established it's doot-doot, I guess I know. <laughs> it's, it's the doot-doot. You can't change it to bleep-bloop, let's just willy-nilly right there. Okay. No, I like it. It does okay. not take me into the wrong, does not take me in the wrong direction. Okay, great. So here's what I'm thinking now. My initial thought was I was going to come back next time and I would just have the final product for you. What I think would be even better is if I come back next time and I have two final products for you. Ooh. Because both Barbaco Taco and Majesty, which I will definitely rename, 
Clearly those two stuck out the most to you, and they have a lot of elements that you like that work well with the show. They're also very different, so mixing and matching these two doesn't really work. Mm -hmm. So why don't I just complete both of them into a nice final state, and then I will play them both next time, and then I put the burden on you to just pick the one that you like more. (laughs) (laughs) How does that sound? I'm here for it. That makes perfect sense to me, yeah. That sounds really fun. Well, I gotta say... This could have gone just so much worse, because if you had not liked any of these, that would have been a real bummer. Uh, honestly, though, it, it, I understand that this this idea of me coming in here and making a new theme song was kind of like thrown out casually by someone. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure, that sounds good. But I also understand, like, you know, this is you're putting some trust into me. And I appreciate that because no one wants this theme song to be terrible for for the show that we all enjoy and that's a you know it's so i appreciate that you're trusting me to do this but i'm also glad that i've been able to come up with some things that are not terrible especially the first one (laughs) which maybe i'll expand that one too i you know i would not mind hearing bones again in its completed state maybe as uh maybe as some bumper music you know yeah that wouldn't that wouldn't be disconcerting in the slightest (laughs) just uh coming back to a a serious interview about marketing and then it's like bum 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 yeah that could work that's our ad break music which obviously is terrible don't do that. <laughs> don't put music you don't love. No, exactly. This will be the music that helps the story along. It's for the act breaks. Yeah. Just on that note, the serious note you went there, you know, like, of course, we, we threw this out casually for a no pressure thing. But I think we were we were just super excited. And, uh, you know, if Tim Burton didn't trust Danny Elfman, where, where would we be? You know, that sort of tension, that creative tension has to be there at all times. Otherwise, you can't make anything great without a little bit of that push and pull, you know? Mm-hmm. Without the risk. Without, without the risk of possibly getting something really bad out of it. <laughs> I think you've done really well so far, so I'm excited Thank to you. see what the next two uh, end up sounding like. I appreciate that. Yeah, this has been a lot of fun. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe for updates on future episodes and leave us a comment with your feedback, questions, or ideas for future segments. If you would like more info on Ad Results Media and what we do, please visit us online at adresultsmedia.com. This podcast is an Ad Results Media production. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brand or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, Forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality.